Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey. What? Hey guys, <laughs> what is up? My name is Johnny Manganello, and this is the After Buzz After Show for Season 2, Episode 5 of American Crime. We have a beautiful panel here with us today. Sausage party. A newbie. A newbie. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, we're going to introduce ourselves. Uh, unfortunately, Erica J is not with us today, but she will be back next week. You guys want to say hey and tell them where to find you? Hi, guys. I'm Erica Renee Davis. We were just jamming to Goes Down in the DMs because it was going down in Eric and Taylor's DMs. We'll get to that later. Oh, oh I get it. You I get, get it. it. You get it. What's up, guys? I'm Nicholas Grava. Wait a second. Can oh, my God. I thought you were finished. <laughs> yeah, let me, let's get to me, though, Yeah, right? seriously. It's okay. Oh, it's okay. I still love you. Nice. Um, you can find me on Snap, Snapchat, Twitter, <laughs> Periscope, Instagram. Wait, let me go. Let me and, go. And Erica Renee D. <laughs> <laughs> Is it my turn? Yeah, it's your Okay, turn. what's up, guys? I'm Nicholas Grubb. Follow me at Nicholas Grubb on Twitter and Instagram. Are you finished? Yeah, and yeah. our newbie, our new boy. <laughs> what's up, everybody? I'm just filling in for tonight, but uh, my name is Joshua Johnson. Find me and follow me on Twitter and Instagram at JJ the Talented. And let's keep the conversation going. And you guys can follow me at Johnny Mings on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure to tweet at us all night and all week long. Oh, actually, for the rest of time. Just always tweet at us. Yeah. Hashtag ABTV American Crime. That way we can see your questions and comments on our episode tonight. All right. We have so much to talk about, so I want to dive right into things. Let's start off by talking about the beginning of the episode where we have Taylor and his mom, Anne. Right? And yes. they are unfortunately having to... See some divulge into the details. They're gonna have to get a lot closer than they are. They're gonna have to go to therapy, probably. They are, but you know, I'm always calling wrong with therapy. Nothing's wrong with therapy. No, not at all. I'm always calling out the parents on this season, last season too, for being bad parents. But I think this episode, or yeah, this episode with Anne talking to Taylor, Mm -hmm. she really asked some very thorough questions. Mm -hmm. She went right to the point. She didn't really, you know, she didn't really dance around any questions. She asked them, you know, were you having sex with this? guy who was coming over in the 8th grade mm-hmm. where you right, right. I, I appreciate her honesty that I think was, she's a good parent thank me too you. do you guys talk or did you back in high school did you talk to your parents about sex yes no I still have no. it to this day no I no. agree sex. No. my mom bought me a Costco sized bulk thing of condoms no way I them on my bed and we never talked and that was it you never even acknowledge it like well no she wants to talk about it I'm like I'm sorry I have Friends who I talk to about yeah. sex. I don't talk to my parents about sex. Really? So to this day, yeah. And I wasn't having sex, so I was like throwing around at my friends. At <laughs> I left it. I, I, I nailed the box. <laughs> this, is, this is true. I nailed the box to my door, my bedroom door, and like within a week, they were all gone. Like all my housemates took them. Oh, wait, housemates in college? Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Oh, oh yeah. Like she packed them up as I was like leaving for college. Wow. So but you guys talk. Oh yeah. We, I told you. I think I told you guys before. My parents. It's, I think when I was three or four, probably four, um, my parents, drew, my mm-hmm. mom drew a penis on a piece of paper wow. and oh, a vagina. Right. This we, is the pee pee vagina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and and okay. she was like, this is a penis, this is a vagina, sex is a beautiful thing between two people who are married. If anyone yeah. touches you at school, if anyone touches you at, you know, anywhere, it's wrong and you let us know. Right. So my parents have always told us about sex. My sister, as right. a matter of fact, went to school in first grade drawing pictures of penises and got in trouble Whoa. because she didn't understand it was quite quote unquote bad but but yeah our parents have always told us about sex from as as long as I can remember 
Interesting. At, at that age, are you still like taking a bath with the male cousins or anything like that? Three and four, I'm trying to think. What now? Say it again. Now, are you still taking a bath with the male cousins? I mean, we never is, we never took baths oh, never from, took, with our male cousins. Or, you know, like, we used I, to do that. All right? of us, like they'd have like we'd all be on vacation like I, in the tub I still together. When you're younger, you know, you everyone. We have like home videos of us all in the bath together. Like, I think with us though, my parents were so they were such old parents. So my sister and I are the youngest of the first cousins. So like our oldest cousins, like our next closest cousins were like 12 when we were born. Oh, so no, yeah. I wasn't taking a bath at 12 years old. That's a little right. That's the next thing. I will say there's a reason I'm asking and that reason is uh, Eric is very comfortable telling the detective all the dirty deeds oh, yeah. and his yeah. parents are right behind him. I'm like, Oh my god, if my mom heard me talking but about sex like that. But here's the thing. I we think have an it's, open yeah. relationship. When I see that, though, I almost see it as him being more defensive to the situation than necessarily mm-hmm. open. Because when we see him actually with his family, he's not really about to talk no. about anything. Like, even with his brother, who you think they'd be pretty close with, he's, he, he closes out with music and isn't mm-hmm. about to have a That's serious true. conversation. True. So I think it's because it's like, he's got to do this and answer these questions the right way, and he's aware of that. Yeah, I, I agree. think that's why he's talking that easy. Yeah, the way he was like, "Oh, he curled up like a little bitch." Yeah, you know, I'm like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, wow. that's his favorite word. It's his go-to word. Little bitch. <laughs> Regardless, I think we can get past this point and say, "Okay, we're having the parents and the kids. We're the parents and the kids are forced to really." talk the dirty mm-hmm. details which mm-hmm. is unfortunate but it's necessary I don't like to say I don't think it's unfortunate you, okay so let's just say regardless of how we feel about it yeah, okay. let's take the okay. judgment away from it They're, the parents are getting very close to their children yes. they're getting episodes. the dirty details at the moment and that's how the episode started today Yeah. Um, and both Taylor and Eric's character had that moment with their parents which I was like for me, was uncomfortable. No, me. You too. I mean, you that, didn't flinch. I, I did. did I didn't flinch. Um, now, granted, you know, when I did start having sex, well, I'm a virgin, but you know, but no, when I did start having sex, I didn't like tell my mom exactly what I was doing. Mom, are you watching? <laughs> I didn't tell her. You know, I didn't give her like the play by play. But you know, she would talk to us about STDs, X, Y, Z. But I'm sure if I was in a situation like Eric or Taylor, and my going to jail or being free depended on right. letting my mom know, yes, I said this in a text message. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah, I would. I would I would say it. Moving on to another Taylor <laughs> moment from this episode, uh, Evie asked Taylor what he did yeah. with the boy, right? Yes. And and Taylor says he's not gay. Did I read that right? He said he's not gay. No, he he and then she sort of took it and she was like, "Are you asking me to do these things to be like a guy? Like, what did she say? Like, right. are you giving me drinks and telling me to like grind yeah, on you hard or something? Right, you like want that? me to be the boy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. Yeah. But I think that's a really interesting. Like, we may have a bisexual character on our hands, and I hope we do, because I hate when people think of sexuality as this black and white issue. Mm-hmm. I mean... <laughs> we got some thoughts. Go ahead. Going. No, go ahead. Well, we kind of already touched on this before. There's a double standard. Again, you can be a woman and, you know, have a relationship with another woman, and then go be with a man, and that man doesn't judge you, or that man doesn't consider you to be gay. But if you are a man who's mm-hmm. had a sexual relationship with the man, and then you go, you know, try to, you know, wife up a woman, mm-hmm. then the woman's gonna be like, uh, but you slept with this guy and that guy. So I'm not saying that is correct, but in the society, there is still a double standard. I think with a lot of women, we don't see bisexuality. Right. If you're trying to sleep with me and you've slept with a man, to me, you're gay. Mm-hmm. And that's just the brutal, honest right. truth. That's how right, we think, right. and whether or not it's right or wrong is the truth. Right. And I hope that, uh, I, that's why I secretly, or not so secretly, because I'm saying it. Not secretly at all. I do, I do hope that he is bisexual in that way, because I think it would complicate the story for the better. Yeah, yeah I'm, for the and story's not, benefit, it would definitely, you know, complicate it, like you said, because if it's just straight up one way or the other, then it's, you know, it's it's kind of boring. Mm. Mm, yeah. What were you going to say, Nick? I forget to be honest with you but I do what I did want to say was that I think her line of questions I saw that scene as being so real so normal it's like if this had happened to Mm. anyone in a situation even with her it just seemed like the way it was written I feel like I was literally like a a fly on the wall on that like to in a real life scenario it didn't seem like a written scene to me I feel that way so Most of the, of the time, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm texting my mom a link to the video so she can watch right now because Great. mom, we're talking about how you got me condoms when I was <laughs> Aww, younger. That's that, so sweet. A lot of people think that's weird. I don't think. I don't weird. think that's weird either. No. She told me what sex was in the drive-through line at KFC. Really? When I was in fourth grade, right before I was about to start sex ed. Nice. Good. Oh. 
Wow. I was like, okay, that was. I weird. think it's weird if a parent never acknowledges that this is a thing that people really? have sex. I think that's. I think that's weird because it's like at that point is it takes two people to openly have the thought that okay I'm not gonna talk about it do you know what I mean because you know it happens you know it's a thing even if it's your kid's not gonna participate I feel like if I was to just ignore the topic completely I feel like that's more odd than like talking about it you disagree Josh my parents have never talked about it and I actually I hope they don't I mean at this point at this point you're right at this point it's you know it's a little late in the game for them to come to me and talk about it asking me if I had sex or not my mom I think my mom I feel I don't know I, I feel like she thinks I'm a virgin still no yeah. only because I, I grew up super well, religious let's make okay. it right mom, I, mom? <laughs> well she's not watching so okay. I'm gonna I, send her the link <laughs> I grew up super religious so like that was never something we talked about and she just always assumed I would wait for marriage mm-hmm. and that kind of thing mm-hmm. and so yeah it just never came up and since I'm not married she's probably still thinking like oh You're you know my, okay. my Fair, son yeah. is still yeah. <laughs> not deflowered. Aaron Robert Robinson, friend of the show, says, "Now I want chicken." Oh, because I said the KFC. Uh, no, I was I, like, I was yeah. like, wait a second, sex and chicken. Yeah, yeah, sexual innuendo. I don't get it, but okay. Um, okay, so let's move on to Taylor in the bathroom. This small moment, oh, this yeah. fragment of a scene. Now, did any of you guys catch this? Did any, did any of you guys catch this when, the, I think it was the episode before, when mm-hmm. he was sitting in the classroom, and him and this kid, Luke, like, exchanged oh, a look? Yeah, oh. they did. Because I thought, and I'm looking at this, I and I'm like, either this kid is going to be the bully, That's and he's, it was just too intense of a look th- of, like, I thought nothing. that was the bully, yes. So I, I didn't know how to read it. I thought he him out, because he went back to Marshall, yeah. Yeah. and I thought he was, like, going to tell everybody, because he knew somehow what had happened before then. He was going to be like, okay, yeah, this guy came because he mm-hmm. got raped and all that kind of thing. They you, didn't hook up, though, right? Well, they they were about to, they, like, and then it went black. Or I don't know if we just missed. The, you well, know, no, because the show I think later that. in the episode he got a friend request. So yeah, he did get a friend request. I, I, to, in my oh, mind, I, I take that, that as like yeah, when he's beating still alone flirting with each other. Which I, when okay. I saw that friend request, I you know I I uh, Facebook came out while I was in college, but like towards the end. And whenever I look at social media now, I think to myself, you know, how would my life have been affected differently if I had had social media in high school? And just looking at that. I like to get a friend request from someone when you get home from school you have all this drama going on like you can never leave the drama when I was growing up an 80s baby you got your drama at, at school in the playground oh, and I'll then you ya. and then you went home and you kind of just forgot uh-huh. about it no then, no 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 what happened because I had it Facebook came out when I was a sophomore in high school oh my oh. god and let me tell you what happened we would get in fights on Facebook at night See? and then you'd feel very uncomfortable the See? next morning when you were like walking into school with your nope. backpack. Uh, Does anybody have like instant messages? We had AIM. We yeah. were not, I wasn't on because when I was in high school I think, wait, I, 92, I don't know, I graduated in 2010. When were you? Um, what, 92. Uh, 91. Um, and yeah, okay, so I, I can you needed a college email address to log into Facebook. Yes, you're so right. So I couldn't right, get in right. so we used AIM and I remember specific times when something drama would happen in school and everyone would go home to AIM and talk about it oh. and fuel it and change it and the story would change yeah. and it was a whole nother thing had multiple screens over yeah and my away message was like was like ooh you know who you are whatever <laughs> and in my profile I'm putting initials see that's not right. that's not good to see yeah, so this is this is up. interesting because you and I both were in college when Facebook came out so yeah. I wasn't a 15 year I didn't have to deal with that I couldn't mm, imagine right, that that's some those are some obstacles that imagine nowadays though they have, they everything. Write, they have everything and I will I will say this the writers of this show must have talked to some high school students when writing this show yeah absolutely Absolutely. It's very the 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 words they yeah, the choose lingo they seems use. right. They last week's episode, I think someone said "cray," and I was like, "That's dumb," because people don't, <laughs> people don't use that yeah. in high school. I mean, some I'm of the texting school, shorthand so I have Me never either. heard of. Something like, quick to come, yeah, quick to come. I was like, what? And also what was the other one. Uh, what, I don't know, I hit me, no, call <laughs> me. Can you call? It was something like when he was like he left the party and he was like. Want to chat or something? W two was it? W two C? Yeah, and I'm like, are you, am I out oh, of this okay. or like what? Yeah, all I know is W Y D. Um, oh, I what want, are you doing? Okay, yeah. right. I want. Well, you're a dick. Oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> I thought of him. What are you doing? Yeah, I think no, it's a it WID. That's why I was like, oh, I never heard oh, no, that. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> sorry, folks at home. No, that's and then a at the end of the episode, I'm going to be like, sorry, we didn't get to everything. Um, okay, so then Luke friend requests Taylor. I want I want something happy to happen to Taylor. I feel bad for this boy. Well, but how, maybe how, did, how did they, how did he know? How did he know what? The guy? The bully? The bully? The bully, the bully guy. How did he just, like, how did he have the, the boldness to walk up to him like that and kind of know... Oh. I will. I will suggest something. Mm-hmm. 
when you are a closet case in high school, as some of us were, uh, I'm, I'll speak for myself. Yeah. <laughs> I think there is an unspoken language. Oh, I thought he had heard uh, the rumors or read an article from the other school. Or that, yeah. I mean, definitely I think that's at play, but still, to come up to someone that forcefully... That's why I thought he was going to punch. I'm like, this is a bully yeah. thing right now. I thought he was yeah, too. me too. But no. Yeah. No, no, sir. And no. I want to say this about Taylor before we move yeah. on from Taylor. The last episode, he kept talking about, I want, I don't want my mom to go through this. Like, people are dragging my mom's name through the mud. And I really thought that he was just projecting his own demons onto her. I didn't really mm-hmm. think that that, that that was sincere. And in the middle of the episode, I thought, well, you know what? He really is concerned with his mom. And then the end of the episode, he says, when are you going to stop putting us through this? So I'm kind of feeling like even though Taylor is going through his own drama, he's kind of, he's, a, he's being a little bit of a brat. I mean... Granted, he is a teenager who perhaps was a part of a sexual assault. I get that. You have your own shit that you're dealing with. But I, I think he's... Um, I, I didn't like how he treated his mom toward, at See, the end. See, I thought it was genuine when he said... When they, when even his reaction, and we can touch upon it more deep later, when they said basically there's no charges, nothing's happening... Mm-hmm. I saw relief, but not because I don't, I didn't see like he was happy or anything. I saw that he was almost relieved that the situation with his mom would be over. So I do think that he cares. I think he was a kid that was really confused about what happened because he knows he talked to this kid. He knows, but then he knows he didn't really want it. He didn't say yes. We've heard that. And the next thing you know, he's talking with his mom and he's being real in the moment afterwards and he never expected to be blown up to what mm. it is now because at first I'm like Taylor how dare you you wanted it and now you're going to say that and then I'm like whoa 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 wait a minute he didn't ask for it all to be blown up like this just yet he didn't have time to figure out his own thoughts before his mom started like making it a thing mm. I get it I agree. oh yeah. I'm on board with it. you and I think that Taylor probably is lying about something mm-hmm. yeah and I think that it's okay to lie to your mom. Absolutely. But it, he didn't go to the press. His mom went to the press. I completely agree. Is more that he's not saying? Or? Well, I don't know. I'm just saying I think this is probably a complicated situation. And I think if had he known by telling his mom this was going to escalate to yeah. where it went, he would have been honest from the get-go. Mm. I think we but all now can... I think he's dug his own grave. Mm. Yes. I think he's I think he's very like empathetic to his mom's situation. Yeah. Although at the end, I get what you're saying at the end where he's like, are you done dragging us through this? But remember, before that, he several times he had said, you know, he was concerned for his mom. He did say to the that. psychologist and I think the detective, like he was concerned mm-hmm. about what this would do to his mom. So I think I I tend to believe that he's you know he's sympathetic to her case and her situation. So I think for the most part he doesn't really care as much what happens to him, but more so. See, what I disagree. To Can we touch quick on Anne yeah. before? So there was conversation about yeah. how she had left him before. Or, or yes. In the, yeah. What yeah. I, I'm a little confused on that. I understand that's why he's scared now because yes. he doesn't want something to happen. But what happened before? Why did she leave? Or mm. did we she, get any of that? She problem? couldn't afford him. Or, oh, okay. No, I didn't know if it was. Problem. I thought. I yeah. thought maybe there was a drug problem too. A review I read about this episode mentioned that it was some mental illness. Okay. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Um, but yeah, again, that's very unclear to me. Cause, and I'm like, did I miss something? Or is it... Okay, so maybe we're just going to get more of that later. Erica, Leslie Tat says, he is frustrated. Gosh, Erica, he could be worse. <laughs> Talking about Taylor. Leslie. <laughs> listen, I have no tolerance when it comes to Brandy <laughs> but no, did, you, did you bring the chat I, up? I, I get it. Aaron says, I was super team Taylor before this episode. Thank, but now, thank you. dot, dot, dot. Thank you. I don't know. I mean... I almost feel more empathetic to Taylor. I agree. Cause, because when I think of the stupid things I did in mm-hmm, high school, mm-hmm. thank God they weren't published in the newspaper. Yeah. God, I mean, yeah. I did not. No, listen. <laughs> I did not ever assault somebody. But you know what? I can think back on things I said that now mm-hmm. I would, John in 2016 would never say. Same here. And if anybody were to go publish those things, Ooh. I would be very embarrassed. You ever see on your Facebook like time dash time, like oh, yes. five years ago to and I read the, the things you said baffling that they ever came out of my mouth I know mind. I know or I you, also or, thought I was a player but baffling <laughs> that that happened well either. you are <laughs> well I know some things never change <laughs> it's crazy to me and I completely agree with the difference of then to now because when I even just the thing yeah yeah I don't know the fact that when he lied the lying to his mother 
is complete. When I'm telling a story to my parents, sometimes immediately when I was younger, I wouldn't give them all the right. And I think that's what you were saying is like, then the mom runs with those facts and now he looks like the facts. Yeah, exactly. Uh, We got to move on because Taylor and Anne, we love them, but we talk about them a lot every episode. I want to make sure I get to other people. Kevin, Michael, and Terry, not so present in this episode. No. Uh, But some interesting stuff happened. They're trying to get a definitive answer, excuse me, about whether or not the charges are dropped. And the lawyer couldn't give them an mm-hmm. answer because there isn't an answer, yeah. yet, right? Um, and that just reflects Terry's like immediate, I want things to be resolved right. this second, which I appreciate. And her priorities. She does not give a mother about the case or the kid or anything she cares about. Number one you did is an American judge. crime bleep. Oh, I blacked out oh, yeah, real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like what her husband says, Michael, when she leaves the scene and, the, and then the investigator, was that the investigator or the lawyer? I think I it was guess. the... Invested. I don't know, actually. She's like saying to him, like, you know, your wife is kind of, you know, she's taking it hard, but he's like, well, you know, my wife is a bit much. She's fierce, but, you know, please do not mistake me for being the reasonable one. Like, you're not going to come to me and be like, oh, you know, go talk to your wife. I'm I'm just as upset about this. I like, Mm -hmm. I just like how you said that. And then I want to say this, and and I might relate to Terry and Michael because they are the black family, you know, in the story, or Mm -hmm. it might just be because I feel like that's what my parents raised and tried to set me and my sister up for success. But I think under the circumstances, they are doing the best job that they can do. Um, now, should they be prying Kevin for more for more information? Yeah, but you can't make Kevin tell you. You know, you can't make him tell you. I mean, because I, I feel like Terry has asked, and I think Michael has. You know, choked like, "Did you touch that boy?" Um, right. And they probably could be doing more things differently and better. But I, I think Terry and Michael are in this situation the model parents. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I think that they're doing something. It's tough because they're. I think you're right, but I also think they have the lowest stakes in the show. Ooh. Oh, ooh. Because the other so. two parents have children who are involved in a race. But race. their oh, son's name is being attached to it, I think, at the moment, and that's what I think they're concerned about. Regardless, yeah. it's as far as we know, Kevin has nothing to do with the sexual assault. Well, as far as has been revealed, right. but there's something there that I feel like mm-hmm. Kevin is holding back. There's something else that happened, in my opinion, that hasn't been revealed to us yet. Look at when he's talking to I, his whole I team. And the whole that, yeah. team yeah, says, we won't say anything. Yeah. Well, what else is there what, to say? Because right. to our knowledge, else. everything's out on the table. Besides, you had the party. We all know that. So what else are they all hiding as a team, too? Which we know will come out. Ain't ten people gonna, you know, everyone's looking out for number one. I want to know your feelings on this moment. When mm-hmm. uh, Michael says to Terry, we're going to go out and we're going to look normal. That's the best way to clear our son's name. I like that. Because they good. go to the gala. I think it's realistic. I yeah, like it, good. too. I think it's true. Yeah. It goes, if you hide, you're, you're obviously saying, like, we've got something mm-hmm. to hide. Yeah. It goes with Leslie's way of fixing things. It does. It it's does. portray what you want them to see and say. Uh, but I don't know that that's fair, because Leslie actually has asked for there to be a cover-up, and we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Whereas, I think... Terry and Michael do not have that kind of blood on their hands. And, and uh, can I backtrack just a little bit? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. said you said that they have the lowest stakes. I, Josh, I kind of I saw you kind of you know look. Not only was Kevin a captain, but he's a black man in America who's 18 years old who can be and charged with a with a major crime. Mm-hmm. Right. So right. so maybe he wasn't directly involved in the assault. Um, but because because he is the adult, he's the mm-hmm. only 18 year old that we've been that has been presented to us. Mm-hmm. And he's a black man in America. And he's he, a promising basketball player. And he's, like an, he's, and he's an athlete. Right. I think that does, I think his stakes sure. are as high as everyone else's, but just in a different realm. OK, so Most let me let me clarify then. I, I don't know that I agree with what I said earlier, that they have the lowest stakes. What I'm saying is from what has been revealed to us, mm-hmm. he, I guess, and maybe this is just my perception, he did not have, he did not play a part in the actual mm. rape, rape or sexual or se- yeah. okay. But you're right. You make a very good point. The two white families in many regards have it easier just because yeah. they're white and you know you know how it is. You know, you yeah. know how the law works for white people in ways mm-hmm. that it doesn't for people of color. So you're right, and thank you for for saying that because okay. I am changing my mind. Okay. Um, okay, just don't do it again, John. We all learn. Okay. Uh, what else did we want to talk about? Oh, okay, so they go out to the gala, or what are we calling this event? The show. The, the fundraiser. The event, the event yeah. And they, you know, the gala. they get dressed up, and things seem to be pretty normal. 
right? Mm-hmm. Like as as normal as as things can be. Earlier in the episode, though, when they I guess when they think their son's name has been cleared, there's this moment between Terry and um, Kevin, right, mm-hmm. where they're sort oh of yeah, like the, crying yeah, yeah. into each other. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts on that, or just? It was sweet. It was genuine. It was authentic. It was, you know, a mom and a son, I guess, breathing, like he said, a sigh of relief. Like, okay, it's over. Kind of. Not really over. It's kind of over. You know, I'm mm-hmm. here for you. I'm going to protect you. I'm going to be your mama bear. And it was just, I just thought it was a very sincere, real moment between mother and son. Um, I do want to talk about Coach Dan, his wife. And Becca, the daughter. What the f- okay, the, listen, the listen. Yeah, yeah. Do you want the candy? It's like, yeah. I'm sorry, what? what candy? I'm still so confused. This guy, Dan's got to have, I think, a really fucked up storyline. Okay, because now we're not bleeping. Sorry, I'm done bleeping because Dan aggravates me. Look, I spent so much time watching his scene, and it's like, why? I'm, I just don't understand. Like, are you getting divorced? Do you love each other? Are you hooking up? Are you not? Are you high? Are you weird? Are you not? I don't get it yet. And that frustrates me. Like, I get everything else in the show. I don't understand the significance to them in this scenario. Mm-hmm. Like, she wants him to quit. Listen, he was the coach. Like, unless he's getting funky at the, that party <laughs> with these kids, then I don't know what the point is. I'm going to I'm gonna interject. Go ahead. I respect what his wife said because she knows that Leslie is up to no good. Leslie is out of her mind. If she asked Steph to ask Dan to ask his players... To lie. To, to lie. lie. Yeah. That's, I mean, that is so malicious because what she's doing, she's not sending it, sending it in an email directly to Dan, directly to Dan. She's right, like cleaning. her hands are clean. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, wait, did you see? Doing, definitely. Yeah. The hands are clean thing. She quite literally in this episode after she the meeting, washed she her, her, hands. Oh, her hands. Right. Clean. I don't think that one. Passed yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, what? Uh, and then I read mm-hmm. it in a review too, oh, and that's yeah. really how I found out about it. But and I was like, what? Second so, time. <laughs> as Dan's wife, I think I would say, well, you work for a sociopath. Yeah. Maybe they're going to be the ones to turn and go on Anne's side and help them take down Leslie Ooh. or this whole school. They're going to be the ones from the inside. So do you think Prediction. she was? She's really protecting her husband and the family by saying, by suggesting, let's you know get out of here. That's a weak way to, to protect a... someone. They'll walk away. No, how about you try and like fight for the situation that you guys are in and oh, deal with it? Okay, okay. So let's just. I want to play devil's advocate. I understand why she would say you need to quit because when a school, why do you laugh? <laughs> no, I'm excited. I'm getting, I'm getting so excited. <laughs> um, because when a school like Leland, that the Leland, Leland, Leland has yeah. the kind of people, the donors, the money, the boosters behind it. When you're the low man on the totem pole, he's a coach like let's just be honest he's a coach when the big scheme of things he's not donating or contributing hmm. you know financial backings to the school I mean he has a good team but a coach can come a dime or doesn't whatever mm-hmm. so I understand why she would suggest to quit because we're up against the the politics mm-hmm. of money mm-hmm. but then I do understand at the same time why you want to stay and be valiant and you know try to make things right but A you're on Molly or whatever she's on candies candy yeah. she's on her candy and then Dan and mm-hmm. as she pointed out, as sociopath, you know, as crazy as she is, she pointed out, you don't have hard conversations. So maybe they are not the two people equipped to take the school down because she's Fair a enough. drug addict and he can't even make complete sentences. Jack Eden says, Steph is the only one calling Leslie out on her BS and I don't think Leslie will let her go on for too long. Leslie does not seem like the first one. Leslie's pop up on, on your radar. <laughs> yeah, Leslie's taking her out. Um, <laughs> Oh wow, we have some some predictions here. Oh, all right, come at us. Uh, let's see here. Price Wright says, "Coach raped or drugged Taylor." I'm telling you, something's fishy with the coach. Really? Something is fishy with the coach, but I wouldn't go that far though. I never that never crossed my mind. Let me. Can I ask you something? Um, so I have this theory just from watching this. Yeah. Do you remember? Like, I think it was one episode ago. Sure. When um, Taylor's mom went to visit a friend. And oh, yeah. on the farm or something like yeah. that. I don't know what the relationship was, but right. she, the friend suggested let's go out, you know, for a weekend or whatever, take your mind off things. And there was the guy that was supposed yeah. to look after yes. um, Taylor. Yeah. I feel like, although Taylor in this episode, he said that his first encounter yep. was with the the kid when he was eight or in eighth grade or something like that. But I feel like there's something in that relationship with that one guy that maybe he was molested I, I by agree. him? I agree. You do? Yeah, you and, all? Wow, and not only do I agree with you, but there, somebody wrote a, a 
a theory about this. In, a, in our really? YouTube comments, mm-hmm. yeah, before, so Josh, whoever wrote that in our YouTube comments, Josh had no idea because this is his first show. So you're saying the exact same thing that someone said in our YouTube comments okay. last week. So you you guys, whoever that was, and Josh are on the exact same page. That's really interesting. Yeah, I agree yeah. with I agree with that theory, Josh. I, I do. Yeah. Let's see. I got pedophile vibes within the first 15 minutes of episode one. I Ooh. think they're talking about Dan. Yeah, when he was, well, he was no recording oh, his oh. daughter. I didn't know that was his daughter when that yeah, happened. Yeah, me neither. Well, no, we were all yeah, like, yeah. Bro, yeah. I, you freaky coach. I thought he was gonna go home and yeah, use it. For what about his well, his sister in law? So his sister in law gets a number from someone and she feels this guilt. And then what's yeah. her name? Um, Sarah. Steph or Stephanie no, Kate. no, no, no. Steph is the <clears throat> aunt. I don't know what her name is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, are we talking about the aunt or Steph? the aunt? What's the, the aunt saying? Uh, oh, I don't know. Oh, Sarah. You said Sarah. Sarah. I don't know. That's what you wrote. Sarah asked Coach to leave the school. I don't know, but um, I meant Steph. <laughs> but about about the aunt, the the aunt and Becca, I think. Oh yeah, Aunt Sarah. Right. Yep. So I, Sarah. I'm just gonna just step out on a limb and say that that moment was just a teaching moment for us to understand that even though Steph is a crackhead, that she still has some moral compass. You know. Okay. That, that's that's I'm what sure I. She's a crackhead. Well, she's, she's so, some kind of. She's head. something. You know. He's a candy head. Candy head. <laughs> and nothing I'm against crackheads or cokeheads. You know, do what you do we for love recreation. You, if you're viewers of the show. Yeah. Thank you yeah. That's so sweet. I mean, really. There's thank no judgment, you. but I just think that that's a dynamic that we're we're seeing that she can take that moment and teach her daughter because she says to Dan, Becca doesn't know about yeah. love. She doesn't know about commitment. And he's yeah. like, she's 17, and so she uses that to say, well. She doesn't know about this, that, and the other. And look at what we're look at the example we're setting by staying yeah. in this corrupt school. That's right. all. Right. That was a good moment. Right, and also that moment that we touched on, where the daughter and the mom, right, where Steph and Becca are talking, and her mom says, "You're just young. You don't understand. Guilt does not come from doing something. It comes from having emotion." Mm-hmm. Which, like, maybe one of the most level-headed lines of this season. Mm-hmm. And I think it sort of reflects what's going on in everybody's life. Um, Let's go to. Uh, oh, are there? Is there more to talk about with the coach? He's just weird, yeah, he, and oh, he gets in a big fight with his there. wife, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but th- we sort of mentioned that in the whole uh, her asking him to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, anything specifically about the fight that that is of note that we should discuss? I don't think so. All right, well, let Justin. us know. We're looking at the chat world tonight, so let us know. Um, I do want to jump now then to Dixon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's his name, Dixon. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there was that one scene he had tonight where... Um, Just the one. And by the way, I want to know, you at home, because I maybe have said something in poor taste. I used the term Hispanic last week mm-hmm. or two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I have been told that maybe that is not the correct term to use, that it might be Latino. See, oh, is it Albania see, I, now? No, and, like and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go right behind you and be probably just as ignorant, but I, my, I have friends who have explained to me that Latino refers to, of course, Latin America, South America, like with the exception of, like, for example, Belize. Belize is is Portuguese, so you wouldn't particularly consider them. No, no. Belize is, or, uh, I mean, um, you mean Brazil? No, right? um, Bel- no, Belize. Belize is, Belize is Caribbean. Yes, Caribbean, yeah. Caribbean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have, um, uh, is it Guyana? So like, uh-huh. there, there's certain places in South America that wouldn't, that have people who wouldn't particularly be considered Latino. And then you have. Hispanics mm. who are not from Spain. Am I saying this right? I don't know if I'm. No, I like, would think Hispanics are from see, Spain. I, see, Hispaniola. I, see, I right? thought right. Spanish people from Spain are Spanish, and then Hispanic it described people of Latin of South America. Y'all, please. And I, I thought it was yeah, all. Yeah, I look, literally. That's my I, I just, <laughs> let us. Yeah, just but let, let us, us know. know. I really, not, I really don't know. Right. I'm the last person to to be saying anything ignorant because I'm black. But I really do. I don't know. <laughs> Regardless. There is some tension between the black students and the Latino slash Hispanic yeah. students. Um, and El- uh, not Elvis. I mean, that's his name. Dixon. <laughs> yeah, but Dixon. He says there was there were no there were no black boys involved. There was yeah. one black boy involved right. in mm-hmm. this fight. Like it seems to to me like he's he thinks these students are making it a race issue when maybe it isn't a race issue. That's how I saw it when he, they kept bringing, they kept bringing to him and using, you know, very descriptive terms, but Mm -hmm. not terms that would just say like, okay, there was one kid against three kids. Mm -hmm. Like that's the fact of the matter of it. I don't know what the under, you know what I mean, the underlining tensions from, but I do definitely think, I mean, this is probably something he deals with almost every every single day in this school with such an eclectic group of people. I'm Mm -hmm. sure this Mm -hmm. is not something that, and I think trying to defuse it is probably the best thing he could do. Last week I said something about 
Dixon mm-hmm. being Latino, and Kirk said yeah, he, he called him Hispanic. Didn't he? I think oh. Kirk, I think Kirk corrected me he, he's and, and said, Hispanic, and that's right? what and that's what I said too. And I said, so considering he is of Spanish descent or of Latin descent, mm-hmm. but has black skin. He is on, he's straddling the fence. I mean, he's not straddling the fence, but he probably understands the plights of both the black students, as in black American students, as well as the plights, uh, what are they saying? Jerome says Hispanic is of Spanish descent. Latino is Latin American. Okay. So keep, yeah, keep tweeting. Keep, yeah, let keep us know. So my only point about Dixon is that he's a black man of Latin descent. So he has a lot of Latino students in his school. He has a lot of black students in his school. And then he's both. So to be honest, it's almost the perfect person to I have think to so. deal with a situation like this because you're right. He is on the fence. He can he can basically but empathize his with character both. both. You know, honestly, I know you guys are going to hate me, but I'm I'm over Dixon's storyline. I'm sorry. No, really? I, you say is his character. Both I think unless. Only. Is his character? That's both how I feel about Dan right now. Hispanic song. and black. I think so. Okay. To me, it seems that way because he he, he spoke okay. Spanish too. Right. Mm, but I don't girl. know if that's yeah. because he teaches at the school or whatever. But he he has he has yeah, that so. that syncopated voice mm-hmm. that reminds me of Spanish speaking people. Now I will say this: I understand what you mean. You're over it, but I think I'm over it too, but only because I don't think it's developing. Yeah, I think it's great. flatlining. Yeah. So I'm interested to see where it goes. It's really interesting because I thought at the end of last week's episode, like, how is this initial storyline going to continue uh-huh. for another six episodes? Mm-hmm. So I think maybe these subplots, Are especially the up. coach and his life, like that's already coming up and mm-hmm. popping up and developing more. That's why I think this is such... That's what I honestly think separates this drama from a lot of dramas on TV. A lot of dramas will take one plot line, Hello, Revenge, and they will go and draw it out so long. And this one, it's like, we get an answer and then there's something else that we didn't even notice we were doing. Like you said, that quick scene when yep. Anne is at her friend's house, like that's going to pop up when you're like, yeah. holy shit, totally yeah. forgot, but amazing. Right. Yeah. Not amazing depending on what the scene is, but you know. Um, I do want to talk about uh, one thing I missed with Anne, and this is a huge thing. I didn't miss. I wanted to talk about it later because it capped off the end of the episode. And that is the guy who comes into her diner and says, I need James. to talk to you. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was fascinating. Yeah. She had just, not promised, but made it seem like she was going to drop it. Right? Her son asked, and she sort of didn't mm-hmm. respond. Yeah. And we thought, well, maybe she'll accept what her son wants. No, no. It looks like she has more motivation than ever because this guy whose daughter had gone to Leland years before said, don't do what we did. Don't give up. Leland is messed up and you need to fight them on it. Don't let them silence you. I I, I think that was good coaching. Um, but again, they took the... I mean, how, they, how was she going to do that anyway? She yeah. can't afford to. I, I thought the guy was going to offer her some money, like some financial backing. <laughs> I like, did too. I thought, I thought to he was going to give her some kind of token. Yeah, but a lot that was a token, a though. That is not a token. They're just saying they're wrong for sure. It's like, we know. We know they're wrong. She knows they're wrong, but at this point, she's hitting a wall, so unless you're going to show how to get that wall down. I agree. Legally, money money talks. I get that. Legally, it talks a lot, but Anybody can go to the press, regardless of the press. The, the press is biased towards people of Yeah, but wealth. she went yeah. to the press. What about when the lady went and wrote? Look right? what happened. What happened? A the, lot. No, the, the, the principal talked her out of that. The reporter out of that real easily. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so what, I don't understand how James, unless he's going to, I think she's still, at this point, what? what he gave her information? That is going to let her do what at but this you, point? But you know how, like, you scroll your Facebook and your Twitter for, like, Monday Motivation, you know, every week. You know, you get that little that little nugget, that little quote, the quote of the day, mm-hmm. QOTD. Right. right. You know, Just that, start. Start somewhere. Yeah, start, start anywhere. Oh, I love that. You oh, know? Yeah. Right? No, I do. I wasn't feeling that, scene, that so last maybe, scene. So maybe. What? Like, I, oh. No, I wasn't. I was just like, well, give her some money. It's, that's. I was just hung up on the whole, like, help her out. I think it's going to be, like, keep on going. whether we agree, because I kind of, I'm on the line, kind of, it, it's going to propel her. She's going to go yeah. after the school, I think. That's my biggest prediction, is that definitely that's where the storyline is going to go. Oh, Johnny. Yeah. May I say this, please? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that Eric and um, Taylor's stories are identical, essentially. Like, neither of them, I know this, I'm going way back now, but 
like they both essentially told the same story. And a few couple a couple of weeks ago, someone in the YouTube comments called me a rape apologist. And here now we're What's seeing a rape apologist because I made a comment about it's a long story. But okay. Basically, I made a comment citing instances in which women lied on. On mm-hmm. men mm-hmm. and said that that could give other women who were actually raped. Oh, I remember pause. we had, yeah, yeah, yeah. And someone was like, "You're, you know, you're being irresponsible." I'm like, "Dude, I'm just stating the facts." I don't read the comments. So. <laughs> well, and also, I think what that guy had wrong is that we didn't know that. I mean, we, we didn't we know. Are, we yes, t- the the victim asked his mother not to speak up. Yeah. So I don't think you're being a rape apologist. Yeah, I don't think so either. But the point I'm saying <laughs> is that Taylor and Eric's stories, I think, are essentially identical. Mm-hmm. Now it's just up to us to figure out who we think is lying. But I think. I, what? Go I was going to say, I think I completely agree. They're identical. I think it's going to come down to who drugged. Because I don't know if he did drug Taylor. Yeah, don't I don't know. see that yet, and I do agree their story is the same. Mm. It's down to who actually did drug him then, mm. which Wait. seems to be the one messing up the entire situation. On that drugging note, yeah, yeah. do you guys see this as a rape? Ooh. Yes. Because although it, leading up to it, they, they both were willing. Yes. But then one participant was drugged, quote unquote, and then couldn't really give consent. That would be rape. Mm-hmm. Right? That would be rape. Absolutely. Uh, so I will say this: I hope, given all the circumstances, I hope it was a rape. Because if it's not a rape, I think this show will show a bad example Ooh. of of how high schoolers are about sex, right? So, like, what I'm trying to say is, I do not want ABC to broadcast a, a show this big, yeah. where they're saying. You can't believe people who say they were raped because that would be bad. I think. Yeah. But I I believe there was some there somewhere there has been some sexual misconduct. Whether it was Taylor and Eric or whether whether it was Taylor and somebody from his past. Can I ask you this? Okay, so mm-hmm. does the sexual misconduct with Eric and Taylor lie in the fact that maybe Taylor was drugged, or does it lie in the fact that it was aggressive? Well, and Eric saying that. I don't know. Okay. But Eric is saying he wanted it. And as soon as he realized I had no interest in him, he called rape. He cried rape. I think it's so hard. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to comment at this point because I just don't. I do 100% think it was rape. I think it will be rape. I just don't know. Like you said, the sexual misconduct. I don't know where that. I think it's in the drugging. It's in the drugging. Because leading up to it, Taylor did describe him wanting it rough, didn't he? Yeah. There was he did describe yes 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 yes, but then it just comes down to also even if he says all all of that if there's no consent at that point in time or even in the middle of the point in time then that that's when it turns to rape rape. yeah Uh, we do have to talk about the interpretive dance yes 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 about that Jerome says I think that interpretive dance was symbolic for the whole series with the male dancers being symbolic of the outside sources that took Taylor away from his normal life. Mm. Aaron, I know Aaron had had a comment, and I am going to try to look for that, Aaron, because she she wanted to make sure I saw it. Um, While you're looking for that, um, I I, I think there was two main, when we break it down, so like we have the actual performance, and we have the audience and the key characters that we pan across and see their reactions to it, and also them doing it. Uh, You know, the performance is obviously paralleling what we're seeing Mm -hmm. in the story and and in everything that's happening. I, there was a lot that happened. Like, I was watching it, and I'm like, okay, is that, you know, I'm trying to, like, almost put pieces mm-hmm. together, and I'm watching in that way. What stood out to you the most during that performance? There are interesting pieces of it that you were like, okay, I think mm-hmm. that is... I just thought of something. Go you ahead. Know, the, in the very beginning of the dance, yep. it was between the, the guy and the girl. Yeah. Right? But the girl seems a bit young. Yeah. Does Ooh. that have something to do with... I just thought of this. Maybe not. But some like some kind of sexual misconduct in hmm. Taylor's past as a young person. Oh, maybe he molested someone, too? Or no? Or is that I what you're saying? I was thinking he was the... He was a molest... Okay. Yeah, he, was he, was the he was the girl. I like the mm, end okay. of the dance where the man is alone. Yeah. Sort of like gripping himself. And that to me, because obviously that was the black guy, I was like, oh, is that Kevin? <laughs> I was like, is that Kevin's character getting uh, left out to dry? Interesting. I didn't think oh, that. I didn't think that either. 
I thought, so when everyone was dancing together, it's a point where I'm like, okay, is this like the party type of thing where like everyone's together, everyone's meshing, there's two mm-hmm. guys, two girls, one girl and a guy, and the next thing you know, suddenly like it's like two people and everyone else on one side. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, is that like the division that we now see? Like everyone over here watching the situation that's unfolding with Taylor and then or, I thought Taylor yeah. was the lonely one that just like, Ooh. but I don't know. But I no, mean, that, that's 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 smart because if that is representative of the division, right. those two people could be maybe that and then be, they maybe that could be Kevin and other. Eric, yeah, yeah, because Kevin and Eric are really the the only two people that we've seen who really know what happened because Evie was in the car mm-hmm. and then Kevin's little girlfriend was wherever she was. So and because they're co captains. On the bathroom floor. Was she on the mm. bathroom floor? Kevin's girlfriend? Oh, that's Remember? right. They did say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, in the beginning of that yeah. dance, I think that the girl who was watch- who was kind of watching the first two dancers, that reminded me of Leslie. I don't know if that was mm. how it was supposed to interpret it, but she was kind of overseeing the dance the same way she actually was overseeing the dance a few episodes ago when she was, like, getting all hot and bothered watching. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. The same dancer was kind of like... Observing. What about that part though, where they had the person what, didn't they lift him up? Lift it yeah, up yeah, yeah, yeah. Like laying down on uh-huh. lifted up was this was that symbolic somehow of death? Ooh, I think the the other and this is my last thing on the dance is that it's almost interesting how we all can take away different perspectives yeah. from the same dance. Ooh. Almost how everyone else is pulling away different perspectives from the same event, and it's like we don't know that we're doing it, but we're just pulling that. Aaron says, I think the dance recital was a representation of the facade of Leland, hiding behind the beauty, but everything that's so, ug- that's so ugly about the situation is right under the surface. Wow. Nice. And um, they pan on everyone's face, not pan. reacting to yeah. like the actual craziness that's yeah. happening up there. But that's what I, that's what I took out of the dance, is not actually the dancers, is that shot where they pan mm-hmm. past mm-hmm. everybody, all the adults who are involved in, you know, the drama. And I was like, Everyone's just chill. Yeah. I don't know. Except for except for Terry. She's she's the only woman they pan. She's like she turns. She she's turns. Yeah. Husband, yeah. So I don't know if that has any bearing or if that's any kind of foreshadowing for anything, but she was the only one who wasn't completely straightforward. She Her turned. priority was her family, just like it is. Okay. Mm. I got a question about Terry though. Yeah. Um, not to change the subject, we no, can no, go please. back to it, but why is she so well connected and what does she do? Yeah. Have I, been I think I, I, I just Did see I? her as like a symbolic, like very wealthy, powerful person. I don't know if it's ever been established. I don't know. I missed it if it's been established yeah. exactly what okay, she does. So but she is well yeah, connected. Yeah. Well connected. And why is she so mean though? Like, oh, <laughs> see. Well, see, that's, I'm, I'm interested see, in See, because last week I told Kirk and I said, I said to him, I'll say to you, I don't think she's mean. I, I don't, I don't perceive Terry as mean. I perceive her as someone who is very intentional and, and she knows what she wants. That wasn't and cold? What was cold? The firing? See, oh, we talked about see, this. Please, I, no, no, I'm interested I, I because she last was really week, cold, and then she goes back. Then at the next scene, I think she's talking with friends, and that yeah, was inappropriate. It almost seemed like she was talking about the previous. Day. Did it, was she talking about like black people and saying they were mm-hmm. late all the time? She, 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 she was. She I, no, Throw, we, throwing us under the bus. I did think that her conversation with those other families was inappropriate, mm. but we never saw enough of that character that she fired to really know if she was justified in firing her. I mean, Josh, you know we're black, but if we're working together and you are you know egregiously late all the time you know whatever like you're gonna lose your job I love you you're my brother yeah. but you're gonna lose your job I thought that Terry messed up by talking about it so openly with other races right that was to me her biggest flaw in the show other than that mm-hmm. I don't find Terry to be mean I don't find her to be malicious I think that she pushes her agenda and her agenda is her family and taking care of her son I love the words you what did you say she was intentional yeah. with her? I love that because I, I think I that's see it that way. I've, I'm like oh she's cold to me and then no, she's just very okay with being intentional yeah. with every action which we see. It's gotten her to the top. Yeah, evidently. but it's, yeah. it's tough to me. I hesitate to even comment on this because I am a I am a white male, so mm-hmm. I never have to like up front when I meet people. I already have this stupid, awful, racist advantage. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to say, "Well, Terry's such a bitch," mm-hmm. because Terry has had a, to fight a different fight than. That's I true. had to fight yeah. that even Anne has had to fight which true. you mentioned earlier so but I agree a, a lot of times I think she is cold mm-hmm. but I'm scared to say that especially don't when, be scared but you know what I mean because <laughs> I Eric don't sit next to you <laughs> 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 I know you better not say that Are you call her an angry Johnny? black woman is that what you're saying <laughs> you know what I'm saying like, don't be scared I don't, don't be scared. wanna I don't wanna no it's not because of you it's because I don't want 
to say something that I'll, I'll I'll later regret. Like earlier in the episode when I said she has the least to lose, she has oh, yeah. the lowest stakes. Like you convinced me. Okay, maybe she does have high stakes. I don't know, but I also think. I mean, and this is just so broad. I think you saying those things, or me saying, it, or anyone saying things. I think that's what's important is to have that, and for us to have it, because we all know where our intent is. You know what yeah. I mean? So like right. to have that conversation that you know everyone behind that camera and in the comments. Could be having, would be having, or should be having. Or it, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Rosie Bloom says Terry is definitely elitist. She is. She she is Wait, elitist. Hang on one second. One yeah. second. One second. Price Wright says Terry is racist. She strikes me as one of those people who hates that she's black and acts some sort of way to her own race. Thoughts on that? That goes off the dinner scene. The dinner I think scene. that's what they're pulling from. The dinner scene. Yeah, yeah that that was the dinner. The dinner scene. If you're going to take that one scene, I get it because that's what we're doing. We're breaking down the show. We're yeah. analyzing everyone's actions from scene to scene. I get that. But to me, her over overall, her actions are not consistent yeah. with hating black but isn't, people. Doesn't that isn't that delicious? This is what yeah, I love yeah. There's not because I think mm-hmm. I think Terry's cheating. To be honest with you, what? What? Yeah. yeah. Do you, you remember? Predictions. Predictions. Do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember in that first, I think it was the very first episode, uh-huh. a couple scenes in where, um, so Kevin and his girlfriend were in the car yeah. mm-hmm. and they, the cop pulls up and just the way he said, say hi to your mom. Do you remember that? Yes. Oh, yeah. I you don't think? That. I thought that was his I, I way of being like, like, you and your mom are connected and you have some I, sort of privilege I because of like, her we have to say hi to your mom. To the playground and, and fight it out ourselves. <laughs> For now, we have to unfortunately wrap up the recap and go to our predictions. <laughs> and now, you're after the <laughs> TV. Predictions. All right. Who has a prediction? <laughs> Dan, we're gonna see some crazy <laughs> stuff with him. I think what? he really, I think we're gonna see negative stuff. I think he, he is involved in, in a very bad negative way. Mm-hmm. And I think we're gonna see that. That's Himself involved or he's covering something up? Uh, I'm not sure. You know, that's a nice way to keep my prediction very open and I'm gonna not decide either way. Cool. <laughs> you have um, any predictions, there's, Josh? There's more to Terry. There's more to Terry's oh, right. character. You and your prediction. original prediction, I, yeah. I, I can get behind and, too. Yeah, and the fact that I, I believe that there's something that Taylor experienced as a child mm-hmm. some molestation. Um, Renee? Based, based on the dance, I'm going to say that Kevin may have either witnessed the sexual assault or maybe he was a part of the drugging. Mm. I was giving him a clean bill of um, innocence up until today. My prediction is between Taylor and Eric, I think, unfortunately, one of them is going to be be a liar. Oh, yeah. Because I don't think they can both exist as truth tellers in, in the same story. And I that's I'm excited about that mm-hmm. and here's why. I like <laughs> flawed gay characters on television. I don't want char- gay characters to only be victims. I want one of them to be a villain every once in a while. Yeah. But at the same time, you still want there to be a legitimate rape. So you're you're for sorry. Say that again. At the same time, you, you're saying one of them has to be a liar. But the fact you said you want it to be, I mean, you for the sake of television, you want it to be a legitimate race. I so want, you're siding with Taylor. No, I yeah mm. yes. Okay. I think you're right about that. Okay. I think I want Taylor. It's tough. If Taylor had gone to the press, I would have felt more strongly that way. Mm. But because mm-hmm. his mom did, now it's like. I think, well, I don't know. It's difficult. There's so much more. I get both of your, I, I, yes, I can, yeah. All right, you guys, we will continue the conversation on Twitter. We will continue the conversation on uh, the page, on the YouTube channel. Please subscribe to AfterBuzz. Watch us every week and hashtag ABTV American Crime on Instagram and Twitter so we can stay connected with you guys. Before we officially say goodbye, I want everyone to have one last chance to tell us where you can find you. Thanks for having me, guys. I've had a lot of fun. My name is Joshua Johnson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JJTheTalented. What's up, guys? At Nicholas Grava, Twitter and Instagram. Erica Renee Davis on Periscope, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter. Erica Renee D. Thank you guys so much for watching. I'm Johnny Manganello, and you can find me at Johnny Mings on Twitter and Instagram. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.